welcome to Are You Fucking Crazy? I'm your host, Mal Marie, and this is a place for us to bring awareness to mental health by sharing our lived experiences and discussing healthier habits to stay mentally well as energetic beings and to stay spiritually aligned. Hello, everybody. Welcome back to Are You Fucking Crazy? I have Athena here today. And she's actually Hi. going to, yes, she's actually going to open up, open up to us about exotic dancing. She's an artist and an exotic dancer. She, are you, you're from New Jersey? Yep, I was born in um, Belleville, New Jersey, which is like five minutes away from Newark. Wow, okay. Like, okay, Sopranos territory. Mm-hmm. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, I actually have some pretty, like, rooted, like, deep, questions for you today like around the adult entertainment industry and just dancing and um some parts that um like recently actually I had a guest and he and I he was a man that had overcome porn addiction and he and I got into some really deep topics about you know adult entertainment industry and so I want to like yeah and so I want to there's some things I actually want to cover like that about you that's going to get pretty deep and stuff but before Absolutely. we get there, I actually just, you know, wanted to shout out your Instagram so people could, you know, find a platform to follow you at. You could follow her at Tired Portland Barbie. Uh, no spaces or nothing or anything fancy, just Tired Portland Barbie. And she's on Instagram there. And That's uh, right. you could find all her work and you could contact her there, DM her, whatever, follow her, all of that. Yes, guys, please give me a follow. You'll, you'll love it. My kids are lots of fun. And just a little disclaimer, we are going to get into some really deep topics. There's no shame in our game over here. I'm just going to ask some, some, you know, open questions. So, all right, guys. So what do you think, Athena, plays the biggest role in people's misjudgments and misunderstandings of, you know, women who dance? Um, that is a great question. Um, I think, honestly, now, I think it's their own resentment towards themselves i think it's the resentment towards their own body image it's the resentment towards women i guess like micro microaggressions towards women Mm -hmm. um the fact that like we have the choice and the um the ability to pick this profession you know like which already requires like such a thick skin as it is like you know like you're gonna get a lot of backlash from people outside of the club like oh my mm. god she's a stripper like mm. what is she doing yep and you're gonna get a lot of backlash from even people that fucking go to strip clubs ironically you know right. like um i don't know i've gotten a lot of people at the club ask me like oh like what wouldn't you rather do something else like what what hurt you or like <laughs> you know like or maybe you can find something better in life right but, yeah, I mean, like, I feel like um, at 30 years old, like, I've done a lot in my 20s, like, before I did this um, mm-hmm. two years ago. So I have a pretty seasoned resume, like, when it comes to, um, like, my careers. So, yeah. Um, yeah, so, like, I'm, it's just the fact that, like, I want to do this and, um, like, people are going to judge. People mm-hmm. are going to throw shade no matter what. Exactly. And, like, the people... Like, if it's not for them, then it's it's not for them. Exactly. It, it's pretty simple, you know? Yeah. And, you know, I have a lot of friends who 
are, you know, both male and female that are, you know, dancers and immediately they're like, oh, they're looked at, oh, you're a porn star, you're, you know, they're thrown into that category, you know, or you're a prostitute or something, you know. Right. And like, that's, I've seen that. And like, that's just me being honest. I've seen that happen. And it's kind of sad, you know, because people just look at, look at a person for what they do and just assume that it's one thing. Like, do you, are you aware of that, you know, kind of thing? And how does that make you feel as for what you do as an artist? In oh, absolutely. Industry? Yeah, I find it pretty hilarious. Um, <laughs> right. um, you know, the people that want to throw work, words around such as prostitute or whore or, you know, like, or, or just like undermine them. Like, it, it just shows like a huge statement of how, you know, they want to, how they feel about themselves and like they they put down people you know not just sex workers but they put down people with such insults because they want to feel better about their lives and be like oh look how great i'm doing compared to so and so and um you know but i think that sex work is very misunderstood and um it's not as it's not as understood as it should be. And like, this has been a thing for, you know, thousands of years, like even during mm. the times of Jesus, like, yeah. um, Jesus had whores, Jesus had like, you know, he together <laughs> right. fucking whores, prostitutes, strippers, you know, mm-hmm. and right. like sex work has been around for ages and ages. And like, you know, and everybody is going to go to a fucking strip club. Like, you know, do you know how many husbands I meet that go to my club and, you know, and how many of their wives possibly don't know? Like, yeah. and those are, and, th- and those are some of the same people that judge us for our work, ironically enough, you know, but That's funny. I, I think we yeah. are essential and I think that we're healers. Like, you know, um, it, it's essentially, um, like entertainment, like what I do, but, um, it, it all depends. It all depends on who you ask. And like every dancer is different, but you know, like it's, it's good to have, um, safe places to be able to, um, you know, act on this art and, you know, like we, yeah, we have VIP rooms there as well. Like every strip, almost every strip club you're going to go to has a VIP and, you know, every dancer is different. Like some people might, some dancers might give sex. Some dancers might just like, you know, shake their titties in somebody's face or, right. you know, do like private dances like that. Yeah. But, yeah. Right. And, you know, that's their choice, you know, and that has a lot to, you know, that just to kind of even talk about that whole and just bring attention to the whole thing that's going on with you know, them trying to get rid of abortions and stuff. Like, our bodies are our choice as women, you know, and I don't yes. like the fact that we have that going on right now. I do kind of want to bring attention to that. That's something I'm I agree. very opinionated about, for sure. Absolutely. No, and, like, yeah. um, I, I am totally on the same board um, with being pro-choice and um, being able to do whatever the fuck we want. Right. And that, that's just like another thing, you know, like we don't have to crack open that can of worms, but it's also funny that the same guys that come in and like, you know, come to the strip club are also the ones that are talking shit on abortions. And I'm just like, are you fucking kidding me? Like, do you know where you are right now? Like right. you're in the house of women, like, you know, exactly. three young, like 
young or old, like liberated women. And, mm. you know, like there, there's just some things that like people can't see like at first glance, but yeah. like when it comes to like, you know, abortions or dancing, like it, it's important for people to ask questions, I believe, instead of like coming to a judgment, like, you know, like, you know, if, I think like if you're uncomfortable or want to break out of your comfort zone, it's important to ask the questions. Why are you a dancer? Or, you know, or why did you have your abortion? Instead of like yeah. pointing fingers and like it's assuming and ridiculing yeah. and shame. Exactly. Exactly. 100%. That's so, that's so true. Thank you for speaking up on this and, you know, having the, the, you know, comfort to just open up, you know, because I feel like there's a lot of people that need to, you know, hear this definitely. And that's what I want for this. That's what I want for this, you know, podcast to do is like reach people and have people understand that, you know, we can, uh, you know, we can relate. Other people can relate. Other people go through things too, you know, and you're never alone. I actually have, this is a pretty uh, deep one. If you don't mind, you know, getting kind of deep. Can you give, like, for the people that don't really know the different layers of, you know, for the entertainment industry, the whole hierarchy, like, what is the difference, you know, in that whole area of pornography all the way down to sex work? Like, the difference between, you know what I'm saying, like, the porn industry and the sex work, or the, you know, prostitution, like, you know, what's the difference for the people that, you know, can't get it clear? Right. I think... It's hard for me to separate it because, um, you know, like I'm, I'm naked on stage most of the time and like, I'm always surrounded by naked women at the club. You know, I I just think like the only, um, difference is that like, you know, we're not fucking on stage, you know? (laughs) Right. And like, um, you know, for pornography, um, like, yeah, obviously there's like the, intimate difference um you know but i think um how they're both the same is that they're they're both consensual and you know and like Very a true. woman is usually um dancing at the club well yeah 99 percent of the time because she wants to be there you know like and like i don't know like i think like there there was one time i met a woman that was there not by her choice but like she was um she had like a pimp there or something yeah. or like her her pimp made her like her man made her mm. and um yeah but like I think like whether it's um dancing or pornography you know like I, I think it's both consensual and that's like the most important thing like I just think that um people want to shut down um strip clubs and porn sites and like want to cancel that because they say that it's going to save women from human trafficking and like you're you know they're being a savior by hitting that fucking um report button on somebody's stripper page which has happened to me before by the way and you know all in the sake of saying oh like i just i'm helping her not be trafficked and it's like no like right that like trafficking is, is not consensual like anything that's on force is not consensual and like we have the free will to be able to dance and do porn and like people ask for these things like it's in demand in the world like sex work is in fucking demand yeah <laughs> it has been for 
you know, and like by erasing it and like, you know, blocking it isn't going to fucking make it go away. Mm-hmm. 100%. Okay, guys, that's, we're going to actually split the episode right here because my, my meeting is on that timer again. <laughs> but when we get back, I actually am going to get into um, what she thinks, what do you think, Athena, we can do to make the you know adult entertainment industry more positive have a more positive effect on men in the way that they um approach and treat women we're gonna get into that after we split this episode we'll get back guys this is getting (laughs) really deep again disclaimer uh, not here to hurt anybody's feelings we're here being 100 honest and i'm really really honored to have somebody that has had this experience in this industry have the you know the guts to come on here and just open up like that thank you so much athena thank, thank well, you so much yes Mom. of really course happy to be here. we'll joyful. be back we'll be back yeah yeah hi guys welcome back we're back here with our friend athena and again, getting really deep into some serious deep topics. <laughs> um, but this one is, you know, where I wanted to ask you, what do you think needs to be done, like in the industry, to make ha- make it so that there's a more positive effect on men in the way that they approach and treat women, and like just the way that they perceive women in general. Yeah, definitely. Like, what needs to be done, like, in order to improve the industry? Yeah, like, do you Basically, think that? What do you think could be done in the industry in general, like, to to ha- for it to have a more positive effect on men? Hmm. I think to start, I think like everybody should know the basics of common tipping etiquette because mm-hmm. you see a lot of guys that go to the clubs and they don't bring any money or will just sit there for hours and like basically waste our time. Um. First and foremost. A lot of you probably don't know that we pay to work at the club. Right. Like, us dancers have to pay a house fee every night to be able to work. And that can range anywhere between $40 to, like, $120, depending on where you are and what club it is. So, like, we don't just work there for free. Yeah. So, yeah, and, you know, and there's no... um forecast of how much we're going to make in a day like a lot of people think that strippers are entitled and we walk out with like a ton of money every day that's not always the case like some days like we might have good spenders and there might be days or even weeks where we make anywhere between like 50 to 100 dollars a day like just like a minimum wage job so that's why i think oh excuse me (laughs) that's why i think it's important for everybody to know um, the tipping etiquette. So, like, let me break it down. If you're by the stage, if anybody goes by the stage, it's proper etiquette to tip anywhere between $3 to $5 a song for the dancer. And um, if you're sitting with a dancer and she talks to you for more than three songs and you decide not to buy any dances from her or get her any drinks it's good to leave her a tip between maybe like five to ten dollars let's say mm-hmm. and when you're in vip some some clubs take a certain percentage out of your vip rooms like my club in las vegas 
takes out like 40% of the VIP costs. So we only get like 60% of like what the customer pays. So it's important to also leave a very, um, very good tip in VIP. It could be like 25 to 50% or really how much you want to give the dancer. Like I usually say whatever I can because I know like yeah. how hard it can be for some people. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I think um, knowing the knowing the tipping etiquette is super, super important for everybody to know. And, you know, this isn't community service for us. Like exactly. this, this is our job. Yeah, thank you. And, and like, I, I think, also, I, I think I want to put it in this term too, like really quickly. I just want to say knowing the sure. value, knowing the value and knowing the worth of women too. I think that's really important and the effort that they put into, you know, jobs in general, whether they're choosing to be a dancer or whatever they choose to do. So I think that's oh, another definitely. thing. Yeah. Yeah. Knowing the value and worth of women and like just respecting the fact that they go there for, for your entertainment and, you know, and consent is very important, important too. Like if you're giving a lap dance or if you're getting a lap dance from a dancer, it's always important to ask like, Oh, can I, can I touch your, can I touch your tits? Um, can I grab your ass? Like, you know, cause some clubs, some strippers have different rules for their bodies and you know, like if you come off as assumptive and just like start groping everywhere, right. that's not a good look on you, dude. Definitely. Like, you gotta, know your yeah, boundaries. Know your boundaries as a man. Yes. Yeah. Yes, to 100%. all men out there, boundaries and consent are super important, especially in this industry. And if you think you can go to a club and, you know, you're just entitled to sit there and like not tip any dancers or get a free show or, just start like you know like grabbing a woman like anywhere you want during yeah. a lap dance without asking her you are doing it so fucking wrong like you know this we're in it for the both of us like we want to help you guys out we want to you know like we we're healers we we know that we are like entertainers we're healers we're therapists like we want to make your time worthwhile like please do the same in return for us that's all i ask everybody 100 percent Thank you for sharing yeah. that. Thank you so much for sharing that. Of course. And yeah. I know, I know, I know you're not like in the porn industry, but uh, you know, like I was talking about earlier when we were talking, um, I did have somebody that was on the podcast that was a man that was coming forward and opening up about his story overcoming porn addiction. You know, and and how he felt more liberated overcoming that because he felt that his wow. his values toward women were tainted due to his addiction to porn. What do you think that stems from? And how do you think that we can create a better like entertainment system around that for men? So let me repeat that. You said that he felt like his, um, his views on women are strained because of his addiction to porn. I felt, he felt that they were tainted because of his addiction to porn. So like he felt like he had wow. less, less value toward women you know, he just saw them all, you know, in a certain way and, you know, thought of them racially and stuff like that, you know. So, yeah, so. Yeah, I know what you mean. Um, well, I mean, it seems like um, 
I, I wouldn't blame porn for having, um, you know, that strained view on, um, on women or, or different types of women, you know, or, or anybody. Like, I think that could have already been there Definitely. Um, previously. It's like, um, you know, like if you're, if you're a misogynist then you're a misogynist, um, you know, like it's, it was either taught when you were growing up or, right. you know, you watched your parents or like anything. Um, but I think, um, I don't know. I watch a lot of porn. Like I, like I fucking, I masturbate every day and adults, there's nothing wrong with Adults that. are allowed yeah. to do what we choose to do. You know, exactly. but I just wonder what what would make because there's a lot of men and I haven't heard that this issue with women at all. That's why I was asking you if you you know what I'm saying? Like, because yeah. <laughs> I have friends in, in the industry, too. I have family members in the industry and I've never heard, you know, of any women coming forth at all. I've always I always have heard men coming forth with that problem for the most part. Yeah, um, but it sounds like they that maybe they should put their computer away for a minute and like go and connect with the world, go and like talk to more people. I guess definitely. Because, like I don't know. Like I, I just think like if you're like just in general, like let's remove porn from the equation. If you have like a disdain against like a certain gender or a certain group, like that just means like you're isolated from like communication from them you, you know don't... like like think of people that live in fucking middle of nowhere alabama and like how racist and prejudiced they can be like why because they only know like the same things they know the same things that they see every day they haven't break they haven't broken out of their comfort zone so i mean that's true athena i have to like, I, I don't mean to sound... No, like, I understand. <laughs> I love the conversation. I love the conversation. Yeah. But I, I yeah. was actually... I mean, I was mostly going to uh, kind of shed light mostly on... I feel like... And this is in, in, the, in the whole, you know, collective of the entertainment industry. That there are certain types and stuff that are more... You know what I'm saying? Like, put on the, on the center of, you know, like... Um, where people can see that more, you know? Or, like, yeah. what's on the explore page or whatever is, you know. <laughs> or, like, even yeah. in the modeling industry, you know, we see certain body types that are shown only. Or, you know, like, certain skin types that are mostly shown. You know what I'm saying? And I feel exactly. like... Yeah, and I feel like that could play a part in that, too. I, I The last time I looked at porn, you know, I was, like, in high school. You know, I have uh-huh. that's not something I have you know, been into, but, you know, from people that have been, you know, that do watch porn that talk to me about it, my friends, you know, that have, you know, brought me magazines and all types of stuff, you know, I've seen, I've seen highlighted, you know, specific body types and specific look types, like stereotypical looks, you know, and I, I feel like that plays a huge part in that. I feel like if we could bring more of all types of people to be more comfortable in their center to say like, hey, I can do this too and open up to that and it would create I feel like it would create a a more broader perspective on just you know how people viewed that yeah I absolutely agree like I think um definitely if people open their minds more to like wanting to embrace beauty and like embrace their own exactly and you know like want to like connect like you know like 
if we can like create more community like exactly. you know, for sex positivity and like you know just like embracing yourself and that's why um, you're important wanting... that's why you're important because you come on here and you open up so <laughs> we appreciate thank that you. too yes thank you seriously yeah of course and like um back to the the, the porn addiction um like question like um like i, I just want to like I just want to say really quick, like, it's just very fucking important to connect with one another. And like, I'm not like, I, I see this guy's addiction as totally real and valid. Of course. Like, um, I hope he's okay wherever he is right now. I bet he's great. Um, but I would just say like, uh, one thing I would do to like get out of that, um, like mindset of like, just like, you know, disliking or judging women because of it is like, go fucking take a woman out on a date. Like, yeah. go out and like, know her. And like, you know, like, I, I think that, you know, porn is definitely essential. It's definitely, um, like, important. It's, it's good for like, um, exploring like your sexuality and what you like and what you don't like. But yeah, like, you don't want to become like, you know, to a point where it, it disassociates you from reality right. and like, you know, the partners that you can meet and the potential um, experiences you can have with other people, you know? Definitely. That's all I have to say about that. Definitely. And thank you for sharing that too. I really appreciate anyone giving their opinion. And, you know, again, we're not shaming anyone. We're just, you know, we're just giving our perspectives here and you know sharing that so that everyone could feel that yeah. you know they're free to share that yeah, here definitely. and I 100% agree with you on that I think that's actually something that even you know when he did talk to me about overcoming that addiction we talked about you know those uh tactics you can use that are more you know creating better habits in your mind like going on a walk you know or looking at something different for once or then deciding to oh let me go meet someone you know at the park or something and fall in love with her and take her and take her on a date you know and have some value in in women in the work that they put in and 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 you know I don't I don't even want to you know just broaden it down to only women because I I know that there's men that are that dance and you know are also in the entertainment industry too and you know I don't oh, know. Sure. I I have not. I have yet to bring a male guest on here like that and have that conversation. That would be interesting. But yeah, that I, would be an interesting conversation. Right. I honestly don't know any male dancers. Um, I believe that there is one club in Las Vegas. I can't remember the name. Um, it's just like an all guys club. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I haven't. Well, actually, my DJ at my um, club used to work at a male strip club, and he was a dancer there, and, like, he said it was really interesting, and, you know, he did okay, and, um, like, yeah, no, but still, definitely, yeah. like, a, a dude's perspective in dancing and, like, you know, as a dancer must be, I guess, similar and different at the same time to uh, being being a female dancer. Yeah, 100%. 100%. But yeah, um, you know, I'm sure that would be a whole different <laughs> podcast episode. But yeah, um, I just really, really want people to have more um, 
value toward women right now that's something I'm seeing like it kind of makes me even emotional talking about it just because like I agree yeah I feel like I'm seeing like a lot of just a toxicity and stuff in relationships and stuff like that and um it's just you know it's a little bit sad so you know we need to do better on our on how we value women and how we look at them and not just you know you know um uh, I'm trying to think of the word, but like having like a tunnel vision, you know. Yeah, uh, like, like this, objectify yeah. them or use them or, or shame them or you know, objectify, yeah. use, shame, blame, like all the things that I experience as a woman, like you know, like I felt like I was super taken for granted and undervalued in my last relationship, and um, you know, I just felt super undervalued and. Um, you know, and we also had um, just uh, huge cultural differences as well, where, um, you know, misogyny and like machoism is like way more praised and, um, you know, it, it's, uh, it's even encouraged in his country. Yeah. And um, like, he, um, yeah, I, I just, it was hard because like, you know, the love is still there between both of us, but like, I just felt super undervalued and like taken for granted and walked all yeah. over and all that stuff 100 yeah yeah and i've been through that myself we were just talking about before we had you know started recording we were talking about we were, me and her were opening up about our you know recent relationships and if you've listened to you know previous episodes of the podcast you've heard me talk about that and um, i'm actually going to be doing probably a more open episode about that soon you know, just to, just to open up and bring more awareness to things. But um, I think I think we may we may just go ahead and close this episode out right here. Is there anything else that you wanted to add on or shed any light on before I close this out, Athena? Um. Yeah, I I can't really think of anything else um, other than um, just go to your strip club and like give your stripper a hug or a tip or or both, or get her a drink, you know, just, um, I, I think we can both agree to say, um, value women more from, from this conversation. 100%. And yeah, like, even if it's your mother, your sister, you know, it, it does like, seriously, um, yeah, like, women are important, too, like, you know, men and women, like, are both in this together, and, you know, it's not one about, like, living to meet the needs of like one other person or like one other gender like no no equality we're all we're all in this thing together and we need to fucking support each other more thank you athena that was beautiful thank you so much again you guys know you can find her on instagram at tired portland barbie and she's a wonderful person with a beautiful soul. And I totally think you should go show her some support. Thank you for being on thank here, girl. I appreciate you. You're beautiful, too. Oh, thank you so much. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Yeah, definitely. All we'll, right, guys. We'll catch up. Bye-bye. Bye.